And welcome back to another awesome episode of The Change Officer here at STEP Conference. And this time with me, finally, Mirna from Fintan Galaxy. Uh, I wanted to get you in the show for a while. A lot of uh, our followers asked the same. So I'm really happy and humbled that you are with us today. I'm pleased. Thank you. And good morning to you and everybody attending STEP Conference. Yeah, it's a good morning. What do you think about STEP so far? Oh my God, it's amazing. It's, ama- it's so good to see people physically and in, in person after such a long time being behind the screen yeah no i think and the what i like about step especially first of all the part of the year which is just amazing in dubai this is the part of the year when everyone living in dubai says like why would i ever leave this place you know and then the summer exactly. kicks in and then you're like i hate this place <laughs> it's getting hot actually it's it is. perfect timing now it is yeah but yeah, a lot of uh, great stuff, some interesting startups, a lot of chats and a good uh, opportunity to catch up with awesome people. Yeah. So um, look, before we jump into our general conversation and the topic that we cover in the change officer, um, I would like to bring Fintech Galaxy a bit closer to our audience as well. I believe many are familiar with the name. Uh, you know, if you ask anyone, you have heard about Fintech Galaxy. Yeah, do you know what they do exactly? Yeah, yeah what? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. It's a good uh, opportunity to actually also bring more clarity to that, and there is nobody better than you to do that. Well, see, um, Fintech Galaxy itself has been changing and evolving. Mm. Okay, um, it's driven by one simple vision, one purpose in life, which is bringing financial inclusion into the region. That's the underlying mission for the company. But of course, um, we have been providing certain um, uh, services and and products to the market that cater for their needs Mm -hmm. based on where they are in their transformation. So Fintech Galaxy is an open innovation platform that brings the five pillars of an ecosystem together on one place. All right. Okay. Um, When you talk Fintech, you talk um, financial institutions, banks and firms, you talk the innovators, which is the startups, or we call them the fintechs. Uh, there's the regulators, very important role in the market. Uh, there's the investments, so the investors, the angels and the VCs. And the fifth one is the infrastructure itself. Now, for us to achieve what we want to achieve, we had to bring the ecosystem together and we had to build the platform. And this platform, which we launched last year, um, even though the company is four-year-old, but actually the platform was launched last year, which is called Phoenix, and this platform is built on the open banking, open finance um, uh, pl- um, principles. principles, exactly. So API integrations and all of that without going into te- a lot of technology. Um, so the, the, what we do is we allow institutions to find um, their right partner from the fintech or the um, startup ecosystem after, of course, identifying their own needs and pain points and then testing on a sandbox, a digital sandbox that we provide in a very controlled environment, and then eventually taking that proof of concept to production and live environment. That's very interesting because this is the topic, open finance, um, collaboration between banks and fintechs, regulators who are always making some problems. This is always the conversation yeah. that pops up wh- whoever you talk to and everyone agrees what the solution is and the solution is one united ecosystem of institutions, fintechs, regulators who are all working together to facilitate the future of financial services. So 
being at the middle of that sounds like a real, really good place to be, Mirna. It is exciting times. <laughs> I mean, see, we're we're unlike other open banking players, we're way beyond technology. I mean, building a platform is um, is just you know putting together some pieces and and spending some you know capex and and that's it. But actually activating the ecosystem and making a difference, that's the biggest part and that's the most difficult one. And that's what we've been doing over the past 40 years. Now, let's start with the regulators. I mean, regulators, they have a job, right? Their job, their main job is financial stability. That's their born to actually protect the financial sector through fiscal policies and monetary policies. Now, here comes the whole sector getting disrupted and transforming. And the regulators now have to balance between allowing some innovation to happen and and protecting the stability of the of Which the of the financial it's not an easy job to do it's, at all it's very hard and and then the regulators are people who have been in the market for so long you know they 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 are used to certain business models that are operating plus the banking sector itself is in this part of the world is owned by families so imagine a regulator coming and saying okay come startups young kids on the block i'm going to allow you to come and disrupt the banks, I mean, nobody wants that, right? Yeah. Uh, because let's face it, not all fintechs and not all startups are are steady and solid enough to be allowed to play with people's money and accounts and data. This is very, very serious issue. So fintechs always blame regulators for not doing the job. Actually, regulators are doing more than what they are supposed to be doing. The problem is fundamental in our region. For fintech to uh, to actually make an impact and the transformation to happen, you need to open up the markets. Like, look in Europe. If you get one license from one European market, that's it. Tell us, you're done. You you have the whole market open for you. In in the Middle East and North Africa region, every market has its own you know regulatory policies and procedures and jurisdiction. So if you get a license from Bahrain, you it doesn't open up for the market for you in Saudi Arabia. What's your thought, like? Okay, we have an example of European Union. Yeah. Do you think something of that sort <laughs> would be possible to pull well, off? Well, my dear, in, uh, in, when, in my previous life, uh, when I was a journalist, I was waiting for the day when they do something as a as as a region or even as a Gulf. I mean, when you open regulations across the Gulf, we've spoken about one monetary you know policy. We've spoken about one currency. We've spoken about all of that until. Everybody got sick and tired, and we're not even waiting for that to happen. It would be ideal. Would be ideal to happen. Have one block, you know, one. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? There's like 400 million people, right? Something exactly, like exactly, and and that's the key. I mean, until until this happens, you won't have the scalability of of the fintech. But um, uh, pa- passporting of the licenses, which is now being discussed among regulators, could be. Uh, a good solution for allowing, you know, if you are licensed in a certain market, you can trans- transport that uh, license to another market. Mm. So that could be uh, a possibility. But change is coming. Change is happening. Change is not the future. Change is today. Change is now. Change today. And every <laughs> chief executive officer is a is a change executive officer. And and um, and we need to look at how the market is changing. And it's changing rapidly. I mean. How do you even keep up with the pace of the, 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 the amount of new technology that is arising? And like my background is in technology, mm. but I literally, and I'm relatively young, let's say, I feel like a dinosaur <laughs> with my knowledge of PH, are, yeah. PHP and .NET. Like what, like what, like what are you talking about? Are you? AI, crypto, blockchain, 
you know, yeah. NFTs and stuff. Um, yeah. How do you as an executive keep up with the change? Um, well, see, first you have to be agile. So Easier the, said the, than done, yeah. The old, the old days of putting a strategy that is fixed over three years is... It's long-term. It's long-term, three years. Uh, three years is a long, long time. Um, we, we raised $2.3 million in October, and we said this is going to give us a runway of one year, one point, um, like, to 18 months. And um, now the investors are saying, okay, uh, you're moving too fast. When are you going to raise in the second round? And I was like, okay, hold on, like... It's market is moving so fast. Um, it's not about you know every new disrupting technology or emerging technology. You have to adopt it. You have to sit and listen and learn, right? But then the market itself is changing. So banks, I'll tell you something. Last year, banks were still exploring how to transform and how to collaborate with with fintechs, and we thought, okay, let's go and talk to them about open banking. Now, open banking, what it does, it gives the authority back to the consumer so the consumer can actually own and control and manage their own data right and data is the most expensive and the biggest most you know precious asset in financial services now banks when you go to them they say okay open banking is not even giving me any value what's in it for me i'm exposing my apis i'm giving the data back to the consumer what's in it for me zil nothing nil so now banks are talking banking as a service which is If you're still stuck in the old days of, okay, let's do digital transformation, you're way behind. Mm. Banking as a service is a new... Banks are turning into platforms themselves. Fintech as a service. Um, uh, so everything is changing so fast. And the executive, the chief executive officer, first of all, needs to have a team on the ground who are very much empowered. If you are very you know, micromanaging and you want to make sure that you dictate on your team how to deliver things, you're going to fail. What you tell them is, I want you to get me there from point A to point B. How you do it is your problem. Mm. You know more than I do. That's why I hired you. Sure. Oh. No, that, 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 that does make sense. Um, um, what I would like to talk about the future with you and to get your perspective on that next I don't know if there is even a next. There's already the next change is tomorrow, but like what's coming that's still not there, let's say. Next big thing that you believe will happen, and let's say in the region, that will all of a sudden open up great new opportunities. Um, that we can look at now and start start preparing for it. Or or like where where do you where are you putting your bets on? Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a bit biased and fo focus on financial services that's and, fair, and, yeah. and, fi and finance because yeah. that's where I, um, where I sit. Um, the, the financial services is changing as a, as a whole. And the old ways of doing insurance, pension, asset management, um, capital markets, investments, all of this is changing. Um, the, any company that actually does not change the way they operate will cease to exist. It's, they're no longer going to stay and, and fight. Now they are there because they have legacy. So they have the trust of the customer, they have massive books, they have massive, massive assets and loans and, and assets under management. But going forward, uh, the customer expectations are changing. Emerging technologies are disrupting everything that we do. And emerging technologies, I'm talking here, artificial intelligence, uh, blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, all of that is actually changing the way you operate. Now you can buy a burger 
with cryptocurrency. Here in Dubai, you can buy a burger. I mean, can you imagine? Where? Let's promote the place. <clears throat> I don't even know the name, but I. Uh, well, <laughs> we can add I it don't to eat the burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but you can. Beyond uh, burgers, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say here is the the old ways of of buying art is is changing. Uh, fund management is changing. So. An opportunity now is okay. We are sticking to the principles of, of you know account saving and account um, you know opening accounts and currents and loans and all of that. But the way we offer financial services is is changing, and the opportunity today and for the future is to look at the you know the 15 year olds today and ask them how are you gonna run the world five years from today, and then you do reverse engineering. Mm. You, kids today don't go to the stores. I mean, I I, I have a 15 year old. What I what she wants all the time is an Amazon card. That's what she wants. What does she, she buy on Amazon? Like what, she what, buys where, books. Where does she spend? She buys books. That's good. Huh? That's good. She she buys she buys books. She buys clothes. She doesn't even go and try them out. She just buys whatever she wants. She buys gadgets. Um, is she is she into uh, TikTok and and uh, and uh, this social media? Well, see, stuff? I have I have two girls. One is too much into social media and TikTok, and you know a lot of you know bracelets and slimy and yeah. and resin. She does resin. She's very artistic. All right. And one is into kickboxing, and uh, <laughs> you know she's against uh, uh, you know those. Um, But they Very are, feminine. They, they are, they are, they are the future. In 10 years, one of them will be sitting across someone like me, yeah, yeah. talking about their startup, and you they're growing she, up you know in a completely different day? environment, right? I had to pay something at home. Somebody came to fix something at home, and I needed cash. I didn't, I didn't carry cash. And she said, um, "Why don't you tap your phone on his phone?" Transfer. And I'm like, uh, "This doesn't work here. Why? Like, why doesn't the, this?" So when, normally, yeah, for them, this for normal. them, even if it doesn't happen today, this is how they think: tap your phone, or send him on WhatsApp, like send him money on WhatsApp. And if you really want to look at the future, ask those kids; they will tell you what's gonna what's gonna happen. Yeah, I think this is really strong message for us to wrap up. Um, before I let you go, one random fun question: so if one day. Inshallah, you write your own biography or autobiography. What would be the name of that of that book? Oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't see this coming. Uh, it would be. It would be. Uh, Lamaro. All right. What does that mean? Tell us more about it. <laughs> Do I have to? Oh, you don't have to. We're going to leave with that. We're going to wait for that book to come out. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Mirna, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, guys, thanks for staying. I hope that you um, managed to to pick up some good insights from Mirna that we finally got on the show. But Thank we need you. to do another one longer to deep dive into some of these topics. So you're going to get the invite. We'll talk about my days as a journalist. That's that, where the that, store. And, and, oh and, my and God. you can actually give me a lot of insights and tips on how I should do my job now. Oh, uh, you do a great job. Come uh, on. Am I good? Yeah, yeah, yeah amazing. Right. Okay, that's cool. Um, but I, I'll, uh, I'll count on that, and we'll definitely stay in touch. Thanks for coming. Thank you, dear. Have a great day. You too.